with a lot of books, but it don't matter because I have established myself as the original game. Not the original prankster. I don't rap about it. I don't sing about it. I don't dance about it. This is what I do. As who's your next partner? I don't care about no partner because I'm me. I do my thing. I get my done. You know what I'm saying? Because I am the original gangster. When I heard that when they were doing The Wire, they didn't really feel like they needed to go anywhere because they were like, we got everything we need right here. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I mean, if you're going to say that, then by all means, nah, get I it know, how you live, I know, Baltimore. Like, East Side niggas, it ain't never been over West since vice versa. Like, yeah. that's a real thing. Like, the East Side and the West Side is crazy. East and West, like, is a foreign country. Yeah, you know? like the the city and the county are two totally different worlds. That's also a fact. Mm-hmm. Two totally different worlds, yo. And then niggas decline you, so niggas decline you from for being from the county until they find out it's hoods in the county. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so I'm from a bit of a hood from where I'm from, and niggas a niggas came out here like you from where Pine City, what? And then they come over and they be like, oh, yeah, I heard about y'all niggas. Y'all niggas on, y'all niggas act up. Yeah. It's like everybody know Baltimore as, you either know it as the uh, the M&T Bank side of Baltimore, the Camden Yard side, or you yeah, know it as the shit from the wire. <laughs> that's it. Gotta that's keep the devil it. in the hole. I think that's that's fucking it. That's <laughs> he said that's a pause. He said that's a pause. Nah, I get it though. But I kind of like. I think I ain't been. I ain't been in Baltimore in a couple years. But I mean, it's it's real nice. They got uh nice features. I love the aquarium. Nah, the, the aquarium's dope. The aquarium is one of the best parts of Baltimore. I'm not gonna. Lie I to think. You. I think. I I would argue that, and I'm not a, a fan of the team since I was a boy. But I would argue that the Orioles have the best park in baseball. I haven't been to many. I've only been to uh, the Nats Park and Camden Yards. I think I've been more in place else. I can't remember. But when I first went to Camden Yards, this was like 2017. I was very surprised. It is beautiful. And it's old now. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. But it's always like, it's funny. So going to the Nats Park, like, I remember going new. My um, we went for like something for my wife's job, and new stadium, beautiful thing, but it's all teched out. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything is 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 hard angles and sharp edges and shiny. And Camden Yards looks like vintage. Mm-hmm. I think they still got it. Is that a uh, that's the warehouse or those apartments like right by right around the stadium? It's actually the Orioles. Is it's Orioles offices? It looks like townhouses though. But it's mm-hmm. it's orders offices and and restaurants. Uh, okay, it reminds me of uh, it's a spot like it's a uh, I think it's double A single A uh, team down here in Greenville who is affiliated with the Red Sox and their like left field is kind of the same setup. Oh, it's like the Green Monster shit. I think they started. I think they've kind of done that with like all their ballparks because I know what they do spring training at is has like a mini. Green monster, they call it like little monsters, some shit. So that might be a thing they just implemented over the last few years, just to get people acclimated with actually hitting over that motherfucker. Because bitch, I couldn't. Yo, I think it's stupid that baseball doesn't have a uniformity rule when it comes to stadiums. I think a lot of shit baseball does is stupid. Agreed, agreed. 
It was a uh, it was a tweet. Shout out to the uh, white man. <laughs> that was a tweet I saw sometime this week where they were talking about uh, marketing superstars in like football and basketball and uh, how they like never have marketed baseball players. And I was like, nah. If you look at baseball, anybody that's ever been famous has got famous like on their own. Like baseball is terrible at marketing. Yeah, no, because it it should be easier. It should be easier to market a baseball player than it is a football player because every week when you see a football player, you see him in a helmet. You see a baseball player's whole face every time you see him on television. So it should be easy to identify that dude. But, you know, America's game is supposed to be good enough for them, right? I remember last year they kind of they were talking about this and they were talking about Mike Trout. <laughs> And then the commissioner was like, yeah, he got to market himself. And this was like, yo, what? <laughs> like your best your best player in the game, this guy that you guys are saying is literally the greatest all time. But the owner's just like, yeah, we're not marketing him. He got to do that shit himself. I'm not saying no baseball. They're fucking up. Nobody nobody would know Mike Trout if they just saw him walking down the street. That's how much of a regular-ass white guy he is. Like you, you know who a Barry Bonds is, who a Ken Griffey Jr. is. But if you saw Mike Trout walking down the street, it's just like one regular. I'm ass saying white guy. though, Barry Bonds' head is the size of a watermelon. You definitely gonna recognize Barry Bonds. Them steroids is not kind, yo. Barry Bonds look like <laughs> nah. Chill, 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 <laughs> chill on the God, man. Chill on the God. Nah, I mean, if you include the juice, Barry Bonds, the greatest baseball player of all time. He never, hey, man. Hey, man. I don't know. Don't do it. Don't you do can't, it. You <laughs> can't prove You can't prove he did it, man. You can't that prove he did it. That is how every guilty nigga starts a sentence. <laughs> that's what they say I did. I don't, I don't, I, I never copped none of that. Nah, man. I'm, I'm one of the biggest Barry Bonds fans. And I, honestly, yeah, of course he did it. Of course he did. You're not, you're not hitting. All time, I was watching YouTube videos the other day, just bored as shit. And I was, uh, um, you know, I searched them and I was like, you know what? Let's, let's watch some Barry Bonds videos. And from his, uh, his record breaking season, just watching how hard he hit them shits at mid thirties, late thirties. I was like, yo, <laughs> this nigga was definitely on the shits. I'm trying definitely. to figure out why he was on it though. Like, he was already when him and 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 uh, Bobby Bo were like, um, well, what were they called? They weren't the Bash Brothers. That was the white boys in Oakland. I forgot yeah. what they called them. But when they were in Pittsburgh together, they were knocking the ball like he was already hitting for. He was slugging. You know what I'm saying? He was knocking the ball out and hitting it for average. So I, I don't. I never felt why he needed to uh, get on the juice, but for recovery. Mm, I wouldn't say that. Probably just had nothing else to do, honestly. I mean, if you look at it, like, that was, it was a good time for him to do it because, I mean, everybody else was doing it. And I guess to keep up with, because, uh, you know, McGuire. at one point, Maguire, right. Maguire had gotten, you know, bigger than him as far as name and shit like that. So he was like, shit, this white man doing it. I'm already fucking four or five time MVP. Let me go ahead and get on the juice. Let me go ahead and get on the juice. And you just, you saw what happened. Taking everything. The only man I ever seen get intentionally walked with the fucking bases loaded, yo. That shit is put, insane. Put my man in the Hall of Fame and stop playing games. Pete Rose going that. first. Nah, you can't put in Pete Rose before Barry Bonds. 
You can. You just need to put them in. It don't matter how they get in. You just got to put them I'm in. I'm just but, telling you. I'm, but if Pete, Pete he is right, though. First. Pete Rose got to go first. There is. I honestly feel like neither is going to ever happen, but Pete Rose will go in first. I can see it just because he's white. That's it. Not if, That's enough. You know how they feel about, you know how they feel about them white people. That's enough. You know, you know who got a better chance at a Hall of Fame than Pete Rose? Chris Benoit. Yo. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 11 of the Undisputed Hater podcast with Coach and Doug. Um, I hope everybody's doing okay. I hope, um, you know, people are staying safe while these stupid ass states start to reopen. Don't go outside and catch the Rona because I don't know what to tell you. All right, so this week we are joined by a very special guest, my guy Ill Fan from the Black Wrestling Podcast. How we doing this week, fam? Hey man, you got to say Black Wrestling. It's Black Wrestling. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, wrestling, 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 wrestling. From a nigga perspective, (laughs) fellas, how we doing this week? Things are well. Things are well. I'm maintaining, you know, new life, new life on this. Uh, have we done a podcast since the unemployment? No, we have not. Oh, I had a baby. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Start don't. talking new life, this one, especially this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh man. Mean. No, 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 uh-uh. Had nine. Mm-mm. No. He said no babies for him. No Becky Lynch's no for babies. him, man. No, no Becky Lynch's out here. Shout out to Becky, though. Uh, but, yeah, this new... This new life of being unemployed, uh, COVID, COVID got my ass. The papers, newspapers got my ass. They they leaked it. So we we live in life. Uh, shout out to the severance package though, because this shit is looking real good. So we we not tripping. We yeah, it's rich dog over I'm, here. I'm, I'm definitely gonna pause the good looking package, but go ahead though. <laughs> right, pause on that. Pause on that. Pause on that. Pause on that. I should have said severance first, but even then, still pause on that. Oh uh, man. But we maintaining, you know, we maintaining. We we in life together. We got the Terramana here. Uh, I switched it up on Reposado this week. Okay, so get your Reposado on. They didn't have that in the stores. Well, you gotta tap. You gotta, you gotta search and find, brother. Search and search and find. You be all right. Uh, but Yo, outside of that, video, did y'all see the video of the Rock um, and his daughter making the 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 drinks? Where like I did. Rock was clearly annoyed with his kid. Like clearly annoyed. Like, okay, you can. No, no. Oh, you're gonna. Okay, I felt him. <laughs> I felt him. As a father of six, understand. Jesus, there are times. Heart. There are times, right? This nigga where, couldn't pull out a garage. Exactly, bro. Man, look, I couldn't spell pull out if you asked me to. Okay. Oh shoot. C A S H. But look, there are times where you look at your kids and it's like, wow, I'm glad I have kids. But also it's like, damn, these motherfuckers really are annoying, bro. Like, please go somewhere. Go get a job. Go do um, something. What's your breakdown, kid-wise? Like, you got what and what? All right. So here's how it works. I started uh, with my first kid in 2009. He turns 11 this year. And then I had a set of twins in 2011. They turned nine this year, and then I had um, another one in 2012. He turns, was that eight? Eight. 
Yeah, it's eight. And then my youngest daughter turns seven this year. Hmm. And then I had a break. Boy, I was Euro-stepping like motherfucking James Harden all through the years. Euro-stepping left and right. And then 2018 came. Oh, you got a baby. A fucking toddler. Fam, bless your heart. (laughs) I'm sorry. I ain't laughing at you, but I'm laughing at you. I ain't laughing at you. Toddler. No, it's okay to laugh at me. In fairness, I think when he texted me about number six, because mind you, when I met him, I didn't even know about five. So like the first time I found out it was five, I was like, nigga, wait, hold up. We're the same age. You got five? So then when he told me about number six, I literally said, what is your problem? <laughs> what is like your problem? That's clear. Look, man. I don't know what I did to to deserve this life, and honestly, fatherhood is the dopest shit on planet Earth. But also, I really want these niggas to go get a job sometimes and just go away, just go do something else. You gotta deal with all of them as teenagers. The the eleven year is the eleven year old like really really getting busy food wise yet? (sighs) For some yo, so the weird shit about kids is. You like to, you know, raise your kids all the same, right? But then you realize that they're, it don't work like that. So when I tell you that this nigga is really picky about what he eats still to this day, and all he wants to eat is fucking chicken nuggets and fries, and I'm like, bro. I wish I was there. My 11-year-old likes steak. Oh, nah, I'd I'd fight that nigga. I'd, (laughs) I'd I'd fight him. I'd fight him. See, it's crazy, though, because... My oldest girl, she will eat anything. She will eat anything. And if you put it in front of her, she'll eat it. She'll fuck with it. Uh, her twin, he's iffy. He just don't like condiments. Like, he don't like ketchup, mustard. He don't fuck with condiments. I don't know why. My 11-year-old, um, same way. He don't like that. Nah, it's, burger, it's weird. Uh, my youngest girl, she'll eat pretty much anything. Uh, my second youngest boy, he's picky like the oldest. But he... It's not that he will just eat one thing. He just, he won't eat what he won't eat. And now my youngest, the toddler, that nigga will eat bananas, strawberries, any type of carb. And he loves fucking sausage. Pause. Big pause on that. Okay. But he loves his sausage. Okay. I don't know why. It's it's a crapshoot when you have kids. You just never know. You just never fucking know. And you just keep shooting. Yo, I'm look. Look, man. One of y'all gonna have to get fixed, my nigga. I'm just gonna say it. One of y'all gonna have to go get fixed. Look, bro. <laughs> it need to be look. you. It high key. But you know, this is what's crazy. This is what's crazy. I can get fixed, but you never know. I'm a I'ma save some for a rainy day. What if I become a millionaire? I just wanna have another one. I mean, millionaires usually, depending on how many they got, they don't have them anymore. They just pay someone to, to do that. You can do that. Nah, I can't fuck with a circuit. That's weird, bro. Circuits are weird. I don't want nobody else. Like, if I don't, like, if I'm if not you get fixed, you, can you get unfixed? I, I believe can. so. I believe so. They just tie a knot in it, and then sometimes they go nah, in there. Nah, son, nah. It, it, 
Women, like women have movies. women have two ways. Oh. Women can have their shits tied, but they also have their shits like uh, clipped and burned or some shit. My mom had that. I don't know why she ever fucking told me that, but if you get your shit like burned or something like that, you can't have no more. But guys, yeah, I, I think they, I think we can, I think we can. But it's also like, if you want to have another one, just you know, go ahead and done in a cup before you before you do it, and boom, you good. Now I watched the Watchmen, son. I ain't gonna be able to do that. I seen what happened. Oh my god, man, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Hey, but since we're talking about babies, I didn't want to talk about this first, but fuck it, we're already here. Becky Lynch, she's having a baby now. I don't know how long we're gonna spend on this, but that's pretty cool. What do you think that this actually means for like the women's division and like wrestling as a whole? Well, it it should be giving more chicks opportunities, but they're booking uh, a bunch of people wrong. Um, and I'm not the angry, angry wrestling fan. I'm usually the optimist. But uh, the um, that her run, her way too long run on top is over. Um, and um, hopefully we'll see something come out of it. But I, I don't know. We'll see. I know that nigga Vince was pissed off. Like, we booked you as the man. How you going to have a baby? Oh man! Wow, misogyny hours. Somebody listen to Future, and he's wilding out right now. That's a wild take right there. <laughs> uh, nah, I really, I really want to imagine like Vince being like, "Yo, what the fuck? How dare you?" <laughs> like, I, like I can see Vince doing that. Vince also, don't like people sneezing. Yo, yo. Like, nah, seriously, yeah. Google it. Google Vince and sneeze. Like, he get mad if a nigga sneeze. You're like, what's wrong with you? You can't control what? Like, that nigga get mad. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> oh, shit. Nah, yo. Nah, picture of Vince being mad because she's having a baby is kind of fucking crazy. That would be pretty hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, nah, I, I think it's... I was shocked, honestly. You know what's crazy? Usually... Because I saw, because me and you kind of talked about it like a few weeks back that it was kind of weird that Money in the Bank was happening and there was no mention of Becky. And she wasn't even on like the Money in the Bank poster. So you were kind of like, just what the fuck is up? So then I saw the tweet and it was like, oh, Becky Lynch got an announcement. And she was like, all right, whatever. Uh, but then I thought about it and I was like, recently, anytime someone has an announcement, and it's like breaking news. This person's gonna be an announcement. It's coming up tonight. Something's wrong. Like when Roman did it, obviously we know what happened. Right. Daniel Bryan did it. It's very similar to that. Um, Shawn Michaels, I guess, when he was like, "Oh, I lost my smile," and, and even going back then. So you were wondering, like, all right, yo, was she, she dipping? Is, is she hurt? I, I, I thought she was hurt. I thought uh, she was hurt or she was dipping. But I didn't think it was for the year that she's had. I, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 there wouldn't be anything for her to really leave for. Uh, it's big. It's huge because I think with like the how much women's wrestling has grown, I think there's always been this thing of like not just in like women's wrestling, but just in like sports and life in general of like can a woman do the career thing and then also do the motherhood thing or do you have to and a lot of them talk about how like they gotta put shit to the side 
to focus on like the career and then they'll just get to motherhood right uh so for her to like be champ for a year and then she wins that mania me kind of you were talking about like oh who the fuck is going to be becky at this point and now i mean we know what ha- you know what happened but uh i think it's big i think it's cool i think it's congratulations to her congratulations to seth uh i appreciated that they kind of played it in with seth of like yo congrats and he just didn't acknowledge it um Yo, so um, if, if if niggas seen when he came out and he had this dazed look in his face, his hair was all messed up. Um, I told a, a story during um, the pod this week on, on Black Wrestling um, that the last time that Math had a kid, he uh, he pulled up on me to tell me, and he looked exactly the same. <laughs> nah, I feel that exactly the same. I feel that it's like. Having a kid is a wonderful thing, right? It's a wonderful feeling. Like, it's like, damn, I'm about to be a fucking dad. But then it's like, damn, I'm having a fucking kid. So then that shock, that shock hits you, and it's like, fuck. I think for my last, like, right. I think for my last, like, three, I was just like, god damn, bro, again? Fuck. I'm glad you had that moment. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you did that. Um, I would, I guess, in a pure undisputed hater way, like another time where Becky gets the best of Ronda Rousey. Hate to see it. Uh, Get well soon. Get well soon, Ronda. I hope your baby plans come to fruition at some point. Somebody fix her guts. (laughs) Yo, uh, all right, man. Yo, he's wilding today. He's wilding today. Fam is wilding today. I just want you to know. This is, um, this is regular. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is me. Yes. This is very regular. Like, this is not out of the ordinary, fam. So just know he is he is something else. Do y'all guts. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all think she even comes back? Who? Oh, you talking about uh, Becky? I mean, yeah, Becky. Both? Fuck it. I mean, well, Becky, because, you know, she's actually having it, and Ronda's just... No, what? let me so know. So, my, my two favorite uh, uh, workers in the women's division are both mothers. Um, Bianca Belair and Oscar. And they, they're there, so... I think she, she'll be back. I think she'll be back, but I don't think it'll be as soon as people realize. Because when... When you first have a baby, it takes a while to even just, and this is just, you know, my experiences, you know, with, you know, my kids' moms and just seeing how long it takes them to do regular shit. You know what I'm saying? To just. And hopefully she have a regular birth because if they right. cut her. If, if they cut her, it's, you know, stitches take, take a while and it's physical and emotional things and mental things that women deal with that I don't think people understand. So I don't think that, I, well, I'll say this. I hope that people don't expect her to come right back as soon as she has the baby because that's not happening. I I honestly do not expect her back until 2022 at the earliest because there's so, you want to be able to make sure that you're together physically. You want to make sure that you're together emotionally, mentally. And also you want to be able to make sure that you have that time with your kid it hits different from moms. Like it's completely different from moms than it is for dad. And I'm 
this is just me speaking personally on how I did, uh, you know, with my parenting and how my kids were. It's like when my kids were born, I was there, but I understood it. it's like, okay, you're the mom, you have this. I'm not saying I don't have an emotional attachment and I don't have these things that I want, but it's just different for you because you carried them for nine, 10 months. Like it's completely different and I'll never be able to understand that. So if people are sitting up here, going to go ahead and, you know, put their personal feelings and say, oh, well, as soon as she has the baby, she needs to be back. No, you're out your mind. Don't expect her back, bro. That's not realistic. Like you have to understand that moms go through different things. I think it might also be, uh, I think the thing that I think people will really try to hinder onto, like a wiser bit, because it probably gives for Becky to go out on top, right? I think it's more important in like the landscape of, I'm assuming Vince has known for at least for a bit, uh, but for her to go out as on top as champ and then separated you, this that probably gives more room for like, say if, I don't know, Charlotte wants to start doing the same thing, if, because I think all of the horsewomen are not, if not engaged, they're married, if I'm correct. So who's to say like, this doesn't suck well, to train where like they want to be mothers hey, themselves. Hey, listen, you don't have to worry about Sasha or uh uh uh, uh Bailey getting pregnant because the way they do, they don't <laughs> like it. Listen, they are not gonna get pregnant. I don't see it. I, I can see it with Sasha like surprisingly, but Becky is just like mm, I mean, not Becky, uh Bailey. I don't I Sasha definitely is don't not see gonna it get Bailey pregnant. She's not, it's impossible. Touche. I will say I did <laughs> I did uh, <laughs> gather at least a little bit of a more giving Becky her flowers while she kind of still has it. Because like it was a year run, but it's one hell of a year, really two years if you really think about it, that she's been at this. If you go back to Survivor Series or even that SummerSlam in Barclays when she turned on Charlotte, uh, mm-hmm. she's been like the forefront of this division for two a years time. a long time and I you can like, go i feel like she's she's booked the way that people think roman is booked correct correct yeah yeah she could I, and I if, can if not if if even to take it further i think the way with the crowd has reacted this is what they wanted roman to have like for the most part, Becky probably has the most universal love from fans in regards to like any other superstar. So mm. this is probably more of like how Roman should have been built if there wasn't such a back and forth. Because for whatever reason, Becky's kind of been the one person where like the fans haven't really been back and forth on her. There was no real booing of Becky. No. It's that music goes off and it's shit hits the fan. I wonder uh, if um, Roman's never had like a moment, right? Um, he hasn't he had an no organic moment, right? That's what That's, I'm saying. That, yeah, he, his his or the the if you if from what people like to say, the organic moment was cut when he didn't win that rumble, that Batista mm. won. That was supposed people to were be going organic. crazy for Roman, right? Okay. Right, he didn't win that, and then after that, 
people kind of feel like it's been force fed. So that would have been his moment if he had one. I don't, outside of that, because the next year they tried to run it back, right? They tried to have him and Rock, and he got booed out the building. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, his most organic moments is probably him saying he's remission free and that wore off. The, that, that, that wore off. And then it wasn't even like an organic moment of them cheering him, but I thought it was one of his realest moments was the night after Mania where he beats Taker and he stands in the ring for 15 minutes and just lets the ring moment. That's probably the other of like, yeah, that's that's his shit. But his organic moment probably should have been that rumble. Yep. I agree. And they missed it. And I feel like I feel like if 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 she doesn't get her nose smashed all over her face by um Naya, Naya she's Roman Reigns, son. She mm. was she the one that came. Her first gimmick was what? What was Becky's first gimmick on the main roster? Like happy go lucky Irish girl. Right. Kind of. Like same the same music. But like mm-hmm. she came out with goggles and this grandmaster sex a goggles, man. Uh, uh, steampunk joints. Mind you, they they <laughs> they she's been out of all of them, probably been outside of Charlotte, obviously, probably been one of the most consistent. Cause she when they first did the draft, they sent her to SmackDown. And she got a little run with the title. I remember that. Uh, and she kind of like fell off for a bit. It was kind of like in the middle of nowhere. And then that SummerSlam buildup. Where eventually they were trying to have Charlotte be like everyone loves Charlotte, but like niggas didn't really for whatever reason fuck with Charlotte, so they got behind Becky. And Becky had a lot of moments, kind of like Dean in a way, where like he should she should have won. Like there was that money in the bank, she should have won that she didn't win, and they very much toy with her. And then that SummerSlam triple threat, like we all thought she was winning, and then Charlotte wins, and it's just like Oh shit! What the fuck? And then Becky went off after that. Um, mm-hmm. And I've read reports where it Becky's run was also kind of similar to Daniel Bryan's. Like it wasn't supposed to go this way the whole way. Like if that Survivor Series moment doesn't happen, I think the plan was like she would get Ronda, but WrestleMania was going to be Charlotte and Ronda. It wasn't going to be Becky. Was supposed to be involved. Correct. That's so. Kind of wild, man. It's it's, it's kind of wild. Uh, like I said, I just hope that people don't put their, you know, I hope they don't project what they want on her because she's not she's not coming back. Don't expect her to come back until twenty twenty two. It's not the end of the world. There's there's opportunity for them to build women out, and now that you know they have now revealed that Oscar is the Raw Women's Champion. They can go somewhere with that because one of the biggest missteps, one of the biggest missteps was not having Oscar win over Charlotte at Mania. And now they have a right to, you know, they can they can fix that. They've been booking her, low-key, they've been booking her really strong, though. So, like, even though she doesn't have a lot of the key wins, um, mm-hmm. Oscar's, for, for, I say, at least 75% of her career in, in the E, she's been booked pretty strong. She's Correct. pretty dope. I'm, I'm we, it's just I, I'd like to have had her come I, the way her, her streak was ended was trash and mm-hmm. and yeah she should have she should have won she should have beat uh that was that was uh uh Charlotte yeah she should have beat yeah. Charlotte 
I guess my thing is if if she wins that mania, who the hell beats the streak? You figure that out later. I don't know, but what's later, bro? Star with whoever does it instead of just giving it away to the person you like the most. You see what I'm saying? I think Mm -hmm. that helps you more. Because if because I got to look back at it, but it feels like at least up then she ran through everybody. So it's probably one of those deals where it was like, this is the one person you couldn't beat. And it's for what it's worth. I mean, I have Charlotte. a theory on on why they uh, made Oscar lose. And it goes into my theory about uh, their feelings or subliminal feelings towards wrestlers who can't speak English. So now we see that they're a lot more comfortable with Oscar not being able to really speak English. Right. It wasn't always like that. Right? It wasn't always like that. You have the superstars who couldn't speak English and they typically gave them a manager. Right? Now they're not doing that. They're not doing that. And in this day and age, it's a it's a lot more acceptable to not be able to speak something. Right? But the year when Oscar won the Rumble and Shinsuke won the Rumble, it's no like looking back on it, it's no way in hell they were gonna they were gonna have those guys win because neither of them could speak English. And my theory is it's like you look at Andrade now, right? He has a manager. So on some on some aspects they're still towing the line to where it's like, okay, I can go all in on this person even though they don't speak all you know, they don't speak good English, but on another token, it's like, eh, I kind of can't because I can't put you in that spot. No matter how good you are, you don't, you can't communicate with my main fan base. And I think with Oscar, what they see is it does not matter. She is entertaining and she is good at her fucking job. And I think they'll, they'll realize that with Andrade, but I think there's something else holding him back. And, as much as I want Shinsuke to eventually, you know, win a, you know, win the world title, I don't think it ever happens for him. Um, I think the one thing you got to remember though is Andrade got the he got the Konami code in right now. He, you know what I mean? <laughs> he got he, he up up down and something. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, he got that Chico. He he got the he got the ace in the hole now. Yeah, he put something in the hole. That's right. <laughs> Oh man, that's I will say, if anything, at least I get your point. I think because a lot of things about that we've we've mentioned in regards to like Cesaro, uh, Nakamura, I think also kind of fits fair well. I think Asuka is kind of the exception to that though, because it for me at least, Asuka could leave tomorrow, you can put her in the Hall of Fame, like. It's like she's they they did like a like a checklist and literally she has gotten every single accomplishment that you can have as a WWE women's wrestler. Raw SmackDown, Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships, NXT Women's Championship, Undefeated Streak, Women's Tag Team Championship. You won the Royal Rumble and you won money in the bank. Like I at this point, outside of she's kind of 
not in that sense, but she's kind of in like the CM Punk stat stature of like outside of main event in WrestleMania, what more can Oscar really do? You can't say that. People don't like CM Punk. They don't want to have that conversation about that guy. Feels good in my like, book. I don't like CM Punk either, but uh Oh I hate I'm sorry to hear that. Oh <laughs> no, I just don't, you know, he seemed like a jerk. He's a jerk. Like a jerk. He's a jerk. I, I can I, see I can why see people that. don't like. I can see why people like punk. I can see why people don't like punk. Mm -hmm. I'm only oh, I'm only really weird on like people who like stand him. But I'm also yeah. weird on stands in general. St like no no, I just lean one way or the other. Like if I had to say, is mm -hmm. that your man? Nah, that nigga's not my man. Oh, um, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's just yeah. like I don't. And this is kind of off off topic, but fuck it, he, we're here now. Um, with with him, it's like you can't sit up here and say that you don't like him, right? But also say that he hasn't influenced where we are today. You can because, say that. No, there no, there's people who don't do that who refuse to give him his credit for where we are today because none of where we are today happens without him. You look at, so right, you look at different eras in wrestling, right? You look at different eras in wrestling, right? We go from the 80s to the 90s and we look at how Stone Cold went up against, and I really hate to make this this comparison, but it really, it makes sense when you think about it like this. You look at how Stone Cold you know, went up against Vince McMahon and bridged that, like he carried that era and he made things different for how we went forward, right? You look at how CM Punk went up against Vince I mean, not Vince McMahon, he went up against Triple H and he went up against The Rock and he went up against John Cena and he started breaking these barriers to now, it's okay to recognize that, hey, these wrestlers not only have real lives, you can use that to your benefit when you're fighting these matches. Because if you look at anything beforehand, the breaking the fourth wall or acknowledging personal things were only used for super big feuds. Or, Whereas, or, or, or comedy. Or comedy. Or comedy. Because H did it a couple times with, mm -hmm. with Steph and... Right. But but when Punk got when he was at the top of the top, right? He started normalizing it to where you're using folks' first names, you're acknowledging they have issues outside of the ring, you're acknowledging who they are as a person instead of who they are as a character. And what frustrates me is that people think that oh, because he's a jerk and because of how he left, that invalidates everything that he did. Where I'm like, no, we don't get anything of what we have now without him being, and I really don't want to use this word, but fuck it. He was the martyr for what we have now. So I I, I see I see that. However, mm -hmm. I also, I'll disagree with that saying that I feel like he just was like, he was more so the cheat code than the martyr. And what I'll say is he's where they figured it out, but I think they would have had to have figured it out with um, what, what reactions they were getting from their crowds. Cause they've always been, well, they've been 
reactionary since that point. But the thing is, is they like they they, they were going to find out that you have to book people more realistic or the Internet is actually a thing. And I, I feel like they've been low key booking for the Internet more than we think. And I think we're supposed to really hate like a nigga like Baron Corbin. Right. We're supposed to hate that nigga. You know, I what love saying? Baron Corbin. But 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 that's because you are a natural like you 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 like to to kind of go. I'm on the other brain. side, right? You, I'm, you I'm are definitely contrarian. on the other side, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes I'm a contrarian, sometimes I'm not. But the thing about Corbin is, is he's not getting what niggas is calling X Pac heat or whatever. They're saying this is a guy. If you push this guy, we're gonna hate him. If you if you give him gear that we're gonna criticize and you don't change it up, like. We see that you react. Like as a fan, we see that the E reacts to stuff. So when 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 Vince and them niggas react to stuff, then people are like, oh, well, we knew you were gonna do that because we were mad. But then when you don't react to it, I'm booing you niggas. So either way, like I'm I'm gonna tell you, this is probably the worst era of wrestling fan ever. Because Agreed. Like for instance, uh, Game of Thrones, right? You remember how niggas watched Game of Thrones? They were like, oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate this. And it, niggas sounded the same. And if you go back to my tweets from that era, like, I was like, man, Game of Thrones fans sound like wrestling fans right now. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, just let the story be told. Or if you're wrong, you're like, oh, okay, they didn't book it the way I said it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, niggas will sit there and, and say, oh, man, I was entertained by that, but it wasn't what I said. So, you know what? Boo. That kind of goes into just, like, you can kind of factor that in with everything, right? Any type of TV show that goes wrong, like, especially nowadays, they're going to flip their shit. Uh, I think you're right, too. Mind you, just like just like Coach, I am very much Team Corbin. Uh, I just feel like at with Corbin, they – really should have just given him a title at this point because now it just seems like it's kind of running its course. Like, how much can he be a heel if he doesn't get the belt at some point for me? Uh, But I do feel like with Punk, I just – you can't give him 100% of the credit. My thing is, while he did a lot and, like, Pipe Bomb was Pipe Bomb, but, like, other people were involved in that. Right. You got to if you're going to give him his respect. Right. You have to give Triple H and Vince their credit and whatever Paul Heyman was involved in. Right. Like we know how this shit works. You know, damn well, as much as that pipe bomb was real, if shit was really going negative, none of that was really happening. Right. Um, And while. in kind of in the Austin comparison, right, like punk. For all it's worth, at the end of the day, he did take his ball and go home. And while he is better for it, I do think that is he better? He, well, no, not not in not in sense of like is he better off? Probably shouldn't have went to the UFC, but I'm always up for like people just doing whatever they want to do. Boy, but, you know, the shit be <laughs> not. But well, let's well, well, Michael Jackson. Cool. That nigga lost to Michael Jackson. <laughs> The dog shit beat out of him. He thought shit was sweet and got the fuck beat out of him. Oh my god, he man! Came up there like it really is clobbering time, ain't it, nigga? <laughs> I, uh, and he Ooh. did it like all, the fact that they even gave him that many fights. I was like, oof, buddy. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, uh, nah, listen, 
If you keep and listen, that is the UFC. You know what I mean? And this, I won't stay on this long. But that's their mon- that's that's their mantra. Let a nigga get kicked in the face for crumbs. We are gonna make all the money. That's why. That's, that's right. why Conor McGregor is thirsting to go back to boxing because he's not getting the bread he got against Floyd because mm-hmm. boxing actually pays you. But man, what boxing? Boxing a different a different animal. But yeah, go ahead, Doug. Uh, but yeah, I think like yo, I with- really thought you just said go ahead, dog. I swear to you. Yeah, yo, it, honestly, that's I, that Baltimore. I heard it too, and I kind of looked at it like we'd have had the conversation. Now it's that Baltimore coming out. It's, it's all good. It's we all did. good. Uh, <laughs> now I gotta get used to this shit. Um, but like, if for Punk to do all of that, right? You still needed dudes like Daniel Bryan to at least show you what it's like because like punk said in like that documentary when he was first gonna leave he someone told him like all right you can do all this and get all this change but how do you do that from the outside if you're not in the company so like they could have easily been like all right you know what for all that shit punk was trying to do he left fuck him let's just keep doing what we're doing but it took other guys that came in to also show him that like yeah you need punk was right in some senses um i'm glad that he's kind of back. I watched, I happened to watch backstage this week and he was actually fairly good on it. I thought it was really pretty funny. He's really, really good with Steven Bo. He, he, you can tell that punk is a wrestling fan at the end of the day. So sometimes he just lets that get too much of him. Cause he was like a kid in the candy store being in uh steamboat's dungeon. But he also like gave funny insight on Otis. He was like, listen, if I'm Otis, yo man, to hit the bricks, yo, every like cut everybody off B. Is everyone gonna take your briefcase? And I'm like, yeah, he's got a he's got a point there. It's a great segue. It's a great segue because listen here, listen here. For you folks who don't understand, I am oldest hive, okay? And I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm oldest hive. I'm gonna tell you why I'm oldest hive because oldest doesn't understand. Like, well, no, I can't say he doesn't understand. But a lot of you wrestling fans are furious at why oldest won the briefcase, and I'm gonna tell you why. Nobody else, with the exception of hmm, who else was in there that hasn't really had a one word title, Alistair Black. Nobody else in that match needed the briefcase. Nobody else, right? Everybody else can get a title match or be in the main event picture on their own recognizance. Otis having that briefcase, especially at this time when we're, we're, you know, in quarantine and there's no fans and there's a lot of shit just being thrown up against the wall and seeing what sticks and just fucking having fun. Otis, he gets it. Otis gets it, right? He's entertaining. It doesn't need to be that he's necessarily in... You know, it doesn't need to be that he's a viable threat, but he's entertaining, right? He's entertaining. He can cut a promo and he can wrestle a decent match to where it's like he can tell a story. So I'm all in on Otis winning this goddamn briefcase because it's fun. It's exciting and it's fresh. Nobody else in that match needed the fucking briefcase. Alistair can get his title match by himself because he's fucking Alistair Black and people are always going to be behind him. AJ Styles is AJ Styles. Rey Mysterio has already been a world champion. Baron Corbin has won the, the money in the bank before. Daniel Bryan, we all know fucking about Daniel Bryan. 
Like let's 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 be honest here. I mean, I don't think it's more so I don't think of it as oh they don't necessarily need it because they're gonna get their spot, but I do think it's very much like the money in the bank just accelerates it. And now you don't have to worry about how do I get someone like Alistair Black in the storyline. Now, before I get started, just want to send condolences to my boy Tucker. I hope that unemployment applications go well. Boy, that future endeavor is about to be fucking crazy. <laughs> my man. I hope my man got hey, a new Hey, what do you crib. think his name is going to be in AEW? Tuck. <laughs> my just, like the revi- Tuck. just like the and revival is revolt. Just like the revival is revolt, Tucker about to just be Tuck. <laughs> My man's going out real sad. Real uh, sad. I, I thought Money in the Bank was it was cool. I thought it was entertaining. Thank God that shit was only two and a half hours. Uh, Yo, boy, that was great. That I was gonna, perfect. I ain't gonna hold you. Like that was the like that was the best part. It was like that was fun to watch, and I'm not sleepy. I still mm-hmm. go out and whatever because. You mean the Rona got a nigga off on Mondays usually? So it was cool. I I I, I got a chuckle out of the fact that they swerved us because we were like, oh no, nah, there's no way Otis can win. This nigga can't climb the steps. He can't climb the ladder. That ain't gonna happen. He stepped on that. He stepped on the first rung of that ladder, and the ladder was like, nah. That bitch broke. <laughs> nah. Good <laughs> big nah. A man caught a fair catch to win the money in the bank. Bam, that's wild. That I am, I don't know how I feel about. Like I'm still a I mean, little weird about that. It, I guess, it makes sense considering if he touches this, if he touches the ladder, it's collapsing. So how else can he win it? Mm-hmm. Uh, now I don't know if y'all saw SmackDown, but you already see. Oof, you got a point there. Might just be me. Might be the quarantine. Nah, I watch it. I watch, I watch, I, I watch, I watch it. it. Nah, I'm fucking. Nah, that's uh, that's how you, SmackDown is how you know Tucker did in the water. Yeah, yeah. He didn't even show up. They, I, the they joke, asked my son for a tag partner, and he didn't even think about Tucker. Hey, I was like, hey, yo, he don't. I, I don't know how old you gentlemen are, right? But um, Otis don't talk like like the dudes off a. Uh, off of Saturday Night Live, the Bears, them dudes. No, he, <laughs> the, yes, yes. He talks kind of out of his mouth there, you know what I mean? When I come out there and see the guy, I'm like, mind you, he's a Packers fan, which is crazy. Nah, that's the same area. They, they right there, Chicago. Some, that's all Midwest. That's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah. They not. I was just thinking he hated them that's so why much they, that he wouldn't. He wouldn't impersonate. That's why they beat him. But that's that, no, nah, that's how he talks. That's exactly how he talks, man. Uh, yeah, my man's my man Tucker gotta get those unemployment ready. Uh, but on, I did when notice you, that you was called JTG, and figure <laughs> out how you can stand at uh at catering for four years, keep getting checks for traveling, and um, I somehow lost it. Oh nah. okay. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, and and and, and figure out how you keep getting them checks. Condolences to Tuck, man. He he lost he lost his boy. His boy done got a in typical real life shit. Otis got a white woman and everything's over. You saw what oh, happened man. Friday at the end. My man was about to my man was Mandy came down the ropes. Braun was looking at Mandy and Tuck in the back, like, oh, and you I'm, know who set that up. I'm telling you, it's 
I don't see any reason why at this point in time, just why not just give him the universal title? Just for shits and giggles. Just for shits and giggles. Like, what's the worst thing that can fucking happen? Everybody's going to turn on him because they were like, there's no reason this... Because there are... Um, there are... We, we all know that this is a work, but there are limits to what we will accept as wrestling fans. And I also, watch Mankind be WWE champion, bro. Yeah, but that nigga took that nigga. We watched that nigga have a tooth. Mankind pulled a sock out his nuts and did a fucking finisher with a sock. Hey, if all right, nigga, come toward me with a sock from his nuts. If I don't get a pistol, I'm probably gonna be finished too. I ain't gonna be able to buy that. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, like when you think about it, when you think about it, his finisher was the sock from the. Un- That's a dangerous ass finisher over a worm. Otis got to fix his finisher before I Oh, y'all not dead ass, man. He pulled a sock out of his nuts, bro. But it was still, but it was, it was still a mandible claw. Like this move was already legitimized. You just silly to move up with a sock. And he won the title on some dumb shit with help from D-Generation X. So what is the problem with Otis cashing in? That was also the overrated uh, uh, attitude era too. You know what I mean? Anything happened in attitude. That's a good point. I'm glad you said it was overrated. I agree with that. We'll touch we, on that at a later date. We also did have to watch mankind fall off of hell in the cell for our sins. So, like any accomplishment after that, it's kind of fair game. Oh, the same page. Yeah, it, it makes anything he does believable. I just I, I'm sorry, not him falling makes him believable, but him coming back off that stretcher makes anything he does believable. That nigga is Superman for real. Like, not a work. <laughs> this is this mm-hmm. nigga is real. I don't know how to I don't know how to end this nigga. He, this nigga got a bad broad, no teeth, and he fell off the hell in the cell and kept wrestling. Now nah, listen, that nigga is Superman. I can Otis, agree with that. Otis kind of feels like Especially now that we're talking about mankind, I guess Otis kind of feels like the you, he didn't put in enough work yet because mm-hmm. like he's like they haven't even gotten a tag title. I don't think he's gonna. I honestly, I don't, I don't see how he cashes in and wins. Uh, Is I there a possibility I he cashes in for the tag titles with, with Tuck? I don't think so. No, not anymore. I I heard he was doing that, but then when he went on backstage, they were like, "So you singles now or what?" And he was basically like, "Hey, man, Tucker's my boy. He got my back and he supports me." Uh, but if however, I got this, however, I got this briefcase, so this this looks like a world championship, and they keep saying world championship, so ain't no tag title cashing and coming. I would have thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm cool with Tuck winning. I mean, Otis winning, but. She, actually, shit, Tucker. You know what? Tucker gonna cost him that that briefcase. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't do that. That would be hey, so yo, bullshit. I'm gonna tell you what's trash is if we get Tucker Otis before we get God dang um uh, Sasha and 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 what is her boyfriend's name? Um, Pam. Come on, Bailey. Yo, you're wild. You're wild. You know, I'm actually kind of upset about that. I'm actually kind of <laughs> upset about that because that uh, me and you know my bachelor party were gonna be going to uh, Boston for SummerSlam, but they nixed that shit. 
So I'm kind of I'm kind of upset about that. But the hey, last time I went to Summer Money in the Bank spot. was supposed to be right. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Heartbroken. Heartbroken. Hey, gonna... so here's uh for my listeners. I haven't released this to the public yet. Um, but I am no longer moving to New York. I am moving back home. I'm coming back to DC. I'm coming back to back DMV. To the slums, boy. I've seen where you live. You it's live. Nice, right? It's actually a nice part of Brooklyn. I'm not gonna oh, lie. It's, it's actually he's a nice actually, part of Brooklyn. Wow. Well, actually, first things first. I live in Queens, bro. Queens, Brooklyn, oh. same fucking shit. Look. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't do that. Y'all was like, y'all got to fight. Nah, nah, he took, he took, nah, he told, he told me, he took, same thing. You gonna rate, you gonna be ready fight. Nah, look though, look though, look though. It was like twelve o'clock. He told me to come pick him up, and I was out of it. So look, I don't remember. Okay, I I will say to his defense, the area that I live in in Queens, like if you walk ten minutes, you're in Brooklyn. So I can get why. And and I was, I was coming from my home warehouse. I'm a Brooklyn dude anyway, so like if he's like they're the same on first, be like that's disrespectful to Brooklyn. Don't do that. I just live in Queens. The rent's cheaper here. Uh, but yeah, don't even- yeah. I mean, it's a nice neighbor. It's a nice neighborhood. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I was coming from my home warehouse, and he told me, uh, you know, come come swing by, pick him up. We just went out somewhere. It's, it's a rony. It's a rony free neighborhood. That's for sure. That is, yo. When I tell you it was quiet when I came to pick him up. <laughs> It was silent. It was like Lanham on a Saturday night. Ain't no white people in the same boat. Lanham. Lanham Mall. Yo, when I was a little, Lanham Mall had a dope arcade. It's Lanham Mall. God, that's so far. You're fucking to go. That's a that's fact. so far. Yo, it, it, my listeners, if you don't know anything about Maryland, Maryland has a lot of uh, old things that no longer exist anymore. PG Plaza is new. Landover Mall doesn't exist anymore. Is the, I had I, I went there um I want to say in March and I was just driving around the city, right? And this was before all the Rona shit popped off. And it was so silent in the fucking city. Landover Mall, no longer there. The Sears was still there though. Gotta go to Oxen Hill to them outlets. That's where everybody at. Yeah, by the fucking MGM. By the fucking MGM. They done built up an MGM. The outlets is out there. I heard they trying to uh, put the Top Golf out there. All types of crazy shit out there. Like Oxen Hill is fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. But anyway, anyway, to pivot, to pivot. So, um, tomorrow Sunday, which means the last day of the last day. Last Dance documentary, but also the second episode of the Undertaker documentary. How do we like the first episode? I know Doug hates it because he's a hater. Wow! First of all, all right, my I'm dad, not a hater. Doug, tell how, tell niggas how you feel, Doug. Listen, for everyone that listened last week, you see that I was provoked by my co-hosts out of place. Um, disrespectfulness towards uh, GOAT Shawn Michaels. Um, so I had to retaliate with, you know, The Undertaker. And, I, and to be honest, Coach, I do think the documentary kind of proved my point that he's he's been sticking around too long. But we're going to get that. That's another topic. 
I you lying. You're lying. I'm fed up with this shit. That's fair, Listen, actually. It's, it's not okay. fair. It's not yeah. fair at all. You're been around so long is fair. They just haven't found a good way to put the bow on top. You know what? To be honest, you're gonna find out tomorrow that it wasn't fair. That is fair. Anyways, uh, I did enjoy the documentary. Um, I think it it just shows like the human side of him. Uh, it goes into now for people who don't know my 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 anger with Taker. It's only that. My first WrestleMania in person was WrestleMania 34. I think that's the I think that's the number, which was in Orlando, which is the Roman Taker match. And oh, you thought you saw his last match, huh? Bro, <laughs> like, I thought I saw I thought I saw Edge's last match at Mania too. I understand. I understand. No, nah, I'm not gonna that, lie to you. I wanted that, to fight after Mania. 27 28 27 is Atlanta right. that's the one I went to that was yeah that was the one with uh with CM Punk right and I was like I went to the Raw before that one I was like alright this shit is cool then he fought CM Punk and I was like damn he's on I, I acknowledged to myself that's yeah, no. I went to the yeah. go home show for that. That's when um he came out with the Paul Bear with the with up. the Paul Bear Aaron and, yeah. and cooked his ass. Yes, sir. I was there. Yeah, that was that they had HBK out there, Triple H, Lesnar, all of them. Yo, I was uh yeah in DC. Yeah, I was I was I was, I was uh I was near the entrance ramp and shit. But I was, what really what was, really hurt me? I was right near heaven that night. Oh God, he was he was meeting Jesus. But what really please. what really got me was Mania Thirty when he lost the streak, right? When he lost to Brock, I spazzed on everybody in that room, specifically my ex, right? Because she was like, "Okay, it's time to go," right? And I was like, "Yo, Undertaker just lost. Why the fuck are you talking to me right now? Please leave me alone." Like get right. the fuck out of my face, dog. Damn. So Damn. no, no, no. Like, you have to, you have to understand. I was really upset that he lost. I could not believe it. When you know how you see the the same picture of the dude that was ringside, black the black dude. Yes, that was well, me. Guys. But in a kickback, furious. Like yo, why the fuck are you speaking to me right now? The dude who started. Like dude who got me into watching wrestling just lost his WrestleMania streak. I am furious right now. Please get the fuck out of my face before I say things that I regret. You've already said something that you regret. Yes. Yes. Already, it it, it was it was at that, that point. It was at that up. point. It was at that point. But the what the doc showed me was that like I understand that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So for those of you who haven't seen it, yes, he wore a Blue Lives Matter shirt. And I understand that Taker has been MAGA and not supportive of um, black people. I mean, he's from fucking Texas. He's, bro. What do you expect? He's confusing. Like, he mad confusing. Because, like, the nigga, and I said this, I, I swear to you, I said this on the pod this week. Um, shout out to Cal, shout out to Matt. Um, this nigga's confusing because he wears like the thin blue line shirts, right? But then like the nigga like to play dominoes with Rikishi. Like it's really weird, like trying to, you know what I mean, balance that. Cause he could be like, yo, what's up? 
nigger. Or he could be like, what's up, my nigga? I don't know which one it is. I would just rather know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Either come out one way or another. But you can't, you know what I mean? You can't be hanging out with goddamn Godfather and then be like, you know what I mean? Make America great again. Nigga, tell me who you are, take. I feel like, here's what I've I've tried to wonder this, because it's not just him. He's the most out there of it, of our peers, but Randy Orton is kind of like that in a way. Nah, chill out, chill uh, out, chill out, chill out. My dog got kicked. He got kicked out the unit. He got kicked out the USMC, man. Shout out to Marine Corps, but you know, I know how long uh which is what I'm that's what I'm leading into, my bro. <laughs> oh shit. excuse me. Excuse me. Go ahead. Yo, he threw on the hat. Yo, hey, y'all can't see this, but my brother Fam just threw on the AEW hat, and I'm kind of upset about this. I don't know how to feel about this. First it's of all, why the fuck do you have this hat? It's because it's New Era. Honestly, they got me. They 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 work. They 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 got my inner blackness. We went to the um the first ever show. Um, yo, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Man, had got uh sweet tickets for niggas, man. We um like, and that's that's the double entendre. Like they were sweet tickets, but they were in a suite. And um, we went to the first ever uh, show, uh, is Verizon Center, whatever it's called now, in D.C. We go to the first show, and I walk past the stand, and I'm like, oh, look, AEW hats. And then when I see, I look at a little bit closer, and I see that. I'm like, when I see the 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 the, the 950 sticker, I'm like, oh, they they new errors? I go ahead, cop one. I got, I got $35 in my pocket. So, yeah, that's why I have that hat. Um, we also went I respect to, uh, it. We also went to the. Um, we were like in like uh, fifth or sixth row at the uh, the first pay per view after they came on TV in Baltimore. Oh uh, yeah, I went to Royal Farms. Yeah, Royal Farms Arena, man. We was in that. Yo, this nigga, we had a fifth of Hennessy in the fifth row. Um, on Anderson walk right past us. We had a great time. They don't have their thing together, so they didn't know how to deal mm-hmm. with us. We stood up the whole time by the crane and just drank drinks. It was beautiful. I fuck with it. I ain't even mad at it. I, I, if they ever come to the city for a show and I can get myself like, cause I'm not sitting with their fans. Fuck out of here. Nah, no way. No way. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I might, I'm listen, I'm, I'm fully convinced. I go to an ADW show and I sit with the fans. I'm, I'm coming home with the Rona. So I ain't doing that. Uh, uh-uh. they don't listen. They don't shower. You can't tell me different. I'm just convinced they don't shower. Wrestling fans in general. Wrestling True. But AEW got a lot of them. AEW got a lot like, of them. You go to a convention, you yeah. Like, no, I, I watch a lot of pay per views down at uh Jimmy's Famous, which is um locally a lot of people know it because a lot of wrestlers go there. Um, their food is good though. Um, and we go there and it's the same, man. You know what I mean? You gotta get you gotta get a table because if not, you sitting at the bar with a nigga that ain't never putting up up under his arms, but a newspaper like yeah, you know I'm saying to carry it. Big fucking yikes. You know uh, what? Uh, I haven't uh, done this in a while. I haven't done uh, this in almost, I don't know, five, six, seven episodes. Who fucking knows? But um, wrestling fans, and specifically, I don't need to say this to my brothers, but the white wrestling fans. Hey, before, wash, wait, 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 wait. Before you do this, okay. can I address them real quick? Go ahead. <clears throat> I, hope, I, I hope the mic hears me. If you motherfuckers keep doing this whole wrestling after dark shit, I'ma find you motherfuckers and I'ma beat your asses because this shit is getting gross. 
and I'm over it. <laughs> so nobody give a damn what you doing after dark. All right. If you not any type of IG model, if you are just some regular Joe Schmo at Hot Topic who might not have a job and you eat a lot of KFC and Blimpies, sit the fuck off this shit. Okay. This is not for you. There is no such thing. There's no wrestling demon time. There's none of that shit. All right. Wrestling demon time is amazing. <laughs> wrestling demon time is nasty. Niggas dressing up as Finn Balor thinking they a demon. Hey, oh but since gosh. he went there, fuck it. We're going to get in our bag. Hey, Uh-oh. wash your motherfucking asses. Okay? I'm tired of my fucking friends who, hey, they just happen to to be black because we understand that you wash your fucking ass you white folks who go to these wrestling shows we don't like to be around you if you don't wash your ass use some dove soap use some irish spring i don't give a fuck what you use wash your mother fucking asses it's not cool to go to these events and think that you're not going to wash your ass you smell like three cans of bounce that ass no wait i take that back six cans of bounce that ass oh no wait you smell like alistair black's fucking boot after he wrestled a 15 minute match you nasty motherfuckers please wash your asses They smell like Otis's goddamn trunks after he just wrestled that match on SmackDown with Braun Strowman. Matter of fact, they smell like Braun Strowman after he hits BP in 90 degree weather. Hey, yo, the leather part of them pants got to smell awful. Got to smell fucking terrible. I think them pants probably sit up and stand up on their own when he at the house. Like, he just hop out of them like Tony Stark. (sighs) I don't understand why we go to these events and these people smell like this. They give wrestling fans a bad rap. Look, man, if you don't leave these chronic masturbators alone. These incels. They are who they are. And we are lumped in with them. Sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who the fuck is we? Okay, I'm not. My nigga, are you a wrestling fan? Are you known to your friends as the nigga that watch wrestling? I know I am. We are lumped in with these funky niggas. I I did. I, I, hate, I told us. I hate to be lumped in with a nigga uh, with a nigga with a pair of plaid pants and a in a, a real Jericho shirt that he bought from Hot Topic. You know what I'm saying? I'm fresh everywhere I go. However, I am lumped in with these niggas. So if for I'm those of you who don't niggas, know, y'all lumped in with these niggas. For those of you who don't know, Damn, Fam right. is Damn. a bald nigga with a beard. If That's you know fact. anything about bald niggas with beards, they always make sure they wash themselves and they always smell like some type of cologne. I don't know what type of cologne, but they I've, because we don't tell. I'm, we don't. Tell. I've never. I've never been around a bald nigga with a beard that smells bad. That's like, fair. The only time you might, if I just finished, never mind. So look. Um, <laughs> I can smell the sex in the air. So the, oh, no sex in the champagne room. No sex in the champagne room. Oh man, rest in peace, Gerald Levert. God damn. Hey, 
Take off that silly ass hat. And for you, that's just gonna be AEW hat. That's it. There you go. You gotta take off the silly ass hat, bro. I'm gonna be no, honest. I'm gonna oh be honest. Ain't, God, man. Ain't there ain't wrestling podcast in the universe mentioned Gerald Avert this week. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I, I'm glad I could bring that to the show. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of us as a unit right now. Black people doing black things, being black, being great. I will I will say I mentioned this a few weeks ago. I was like, I went to I went to the the first I, we've done the takeovers every year that they were in Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Uh the first year I had one with my ex at the time. And then the second year I went with a, just a, a homegirl of mine. And both times before going, I had to give them the spiel of like, all right, you here with me, and you know me, and you know I'm cool. But what you about to experience and the people you about to see and i was like in some cases the people you might smell they they fit the stereotype and i need you to understand that while i enjoy the same product as them you know that we are not the same and they were like yeah sure whatever and then we got there and then like between like the dudes who bring the belts and then they have the match in front of the arena between them and the chanting. And I think one time, I think we were at, this was the second, no, this was the first takeover. Cause the first takeover we were sitting, we was in the heavens next to God. Um, and one of them tried to make like a dick joke about KO. And it was, she looked, and my ex-girlfriend looked at me like, aren't you glad you can go to these events with a girlfriend? I was like, you make this life so much better. Thank you. Cause I, I can't, they don't got that. And I'm glad they don't, but yeah. Wrestling fans, oh, I, I, I never, I never yeah. cared. Like, yeah, you're you know embarrassing I mean? us. Yo, so ill wrestling story, right? I'm um at that mania in 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 Atlanta, and it's the day after mania, and it's the morning after mania, and Atlanta was all walking. Like it was um this station you went you caught the Marta to to where um where either the convention center was and the Georgia Dome. Because that's where everything was. But then everything else was like walking, 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 walking. It's mad walking. And my ankle was killing me the day after Mania um, because we was up all day. So the next day, I'm like, man, I'm going downstairs in a hotel with Marriott Marquis in Atlanta. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to hit the little hot tub before anybody get there. So I get into the tub, yo, and it's this bad jaw, but she's wild for it, right? And I'm like, huh. All right, I'ma still get it, and I ain't ducking out. You know what I'm saying? Because I was, I don't, you know, I'm I'm already married at this point. Um, so I get in a little hot tub, and I'm chilling. And here comes a wrestling fan. I clearly expected, um, I clearly expected a cloud of funk to pot kind of pop up around him when he got into the water. Um, it didn't. Um. But we got in, and this nigga. My started man's expected the Charlie Brown character. One hundred percent. Shout out, Pig Pen. I one hundred percent like. You know what I mean? I'm sitting there chilling. I'm really tr- just trying to get my ankle together because I know I got some walking to do. We're going to Raw. We was going to Gladys Knights. You know what I mean? It was so. But I was just down there with my homeboy, and we was just down there. I didn't have my wife and kid. We're up here. You know what I'm saying? Um, and living life. So being down there, I just kind of, I, I, I didn't care. I, you know, I didn't care if, if, if niggas thought 
whatever me because I was fresh. Anyway, we are in there and wrestling fan, yo. That's his, his name is gonna be wrestling fan, yo, for this story because I don't know what Dexter's name was. Like wrestling fan, yo, said is start to spit his meanest G at, at the girl. Like he was really trying to kick it because she was mean. This nigga was like, so we uh we we made our way down here from um West Virginia, where and this nigga is really like kicking her whole story, and her response was like. I'm underage, and then got out the hot tub, yo. These, <laughs> whoa, wow, wow. Shout out to the, shout out to the, uh, shout out to the to the niggas out here that uh, is making girls tell them they underage because your know, your hygiene ain't right. No, 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 no. We spoken on that last podcast. We won't touch it here. Niggas is nasty. Niggas is disgusting. We don't condone that type of activity. Uh-huh. Hey, check IDs before you talk to these young women. Hmm. It doesn't take that much effort. A lot of these women, they have their IDs in their little purses. They have them on their phones. Me personally, I have... A phone case that holds three cards. You know what I hold in it? I hold my debit card. I hold my driver's license. I hold my school license. Not license, but my school ID. I so you know. Nigga said Nelly already having technical difficulties. Bless his son, heart. <laughs> they said they in the shack. They in the shack. Oh, this is wild. This is wild. I Yo, did say. Nelly going to get smoked. This is a side note. Nelly going to get his ass cooked. Can I- can I be real? I, I already hate Nelly, so be real. Why the yeah, fuck are you excited Nelly. about this? Because what the fuck you mean? It's a vibe. What kind? Nah, no, it ain't. I'm too old for vibes. I'm gonna be honest. Listen, what you mean? Listen, no, it ain't. Listen, I know who they are. I know Nelly is who Nelly is. I know Luda is who Luda is. Ain't nothing. I don't need to hear their records go against each other though. What the for what? How, how many of us have listened to a full Nelly album in their life? I have I never ain't. done that. I've listened to a full Luda album, never a I full Nelly I, album. I definitely right. rather shoot dope to a full Nelly album. <laughs> the most I've experienced of Nelly in a setting that isn't out at the spot and hot in here comes on and one of those hits come on is when I did a Jack Daniels event. And I got to meet like John Starks and they was this whole summer thing and it was like free drinks and shit. And it just so happens that they did a Nelly concert and I didn't even have to pay for it. But like for me to want to go on IG and be like, damn, I can't wait to see Nelly and Ludacris. Like, no, bro. No, Luda got like senior citizen glasses on. This is a real ill event right now. It's really, really ill. I mean, so, like, it's just a, it's just a good time, man. It was like people they could have did better. I think that this is just for like motherfuckers think I shit to do, man. You could have gave me. I don't think Nelly even is even the right guy to go against Ludacris because Nelly got too many pop hits. Give me Drake. Give me nah, Drake versus Jay Z, man. Fuck it. You're never getting that. I need that. That that, this, that. The versus is definitely beneath them. Definitely, it's definitely beneath them. But it, fuck it, it I is- need it. Also, but Drake's getting washed, but that's that's another. Whoa! You're bugging! You're bugging! Listen, all right, put it this way. The 24 map. 
The 20 for 20 format changes whatever you love about whatever legend. All he has to have is 20 songs. And Drake, 10 for 10. Drake, Drake got 20 of them. 30 for 30. 40 for 40. Man, the love. Drake got 20 of them and got 15 in his back motherfucking pocket. And he still ain't going to win. Come on, dog. I understand. I, I understand where you where you from, where you was raised, but like, let's let's be real here. He's not winning. I don't know. I'd rather see like I'd rather see. Uh, give me, give me Outcast and the Tribe Called Quest or something like that. I'd rather the see Tribe Called Quest is too. Like, well, no, I take that back. Outcast watched them because we talking hit for hits. A track called Quest got a lot of good records. So, okay, and this is what I was explaining to niggas, man. Hits versus jams, right? So, hits is cool. Hits mm-hmm. is cool. Jams, nigga, it's, it's both of those niggas, both of those groups have plenty of hits and jams. And I think it's just, it's it's all preference. Because that, and that's that's kind of what happened last week with, with uh, and we are way off base, but Erica and Jill. Fuck because, it, we here. I told you, we go anyway, Jill, Jill played the record, and I, I I didn't come up with this. Shout out to uh, shout out to Fonte. Um, Jill said they said that Jill played the records she like. Erica played the records that we like, and that was the difference there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But hits versus jams, yo, is Babyface has mad hits. Teddy got them jams. I definitely rather hear them jams, but it's all personal. Yeah, you know and that's a, that's how I go with a lot of things. I think people don't understand that. Like when you get into these debates and you get into these quote unquote battles, like a lot of this shit is just personal preference because there's a lot of shit from from pick anybody's catalog. I'm gonna go look it up and then I'm gonna have some shit that you don't think is fire, but I'm gonna think, yo, that shit mean, is the world that shit is heat. That shit is heat. But who could go against Drake? It, Drake's gonna win. Drake's is Drake's winning ten times out of ten. But you know who would be a compelling battle for maybe five songs? Bow Wow. Yo, hey, yo cut the so, show off. No, <laughs> no, just cut it off. Just everything. Nah, nah, I can't. You can't, I can't go from saying a nigga can rock with Jay. It is like, nah, go tell, talk to the little bitty line nigga that used to have his raps written by. I'm Jay. not gonna, yo, I'm not gonna hold you though. I'm not gonna, I'm he's not, not gonna hold he's you. He's not, he's not gonna win. But Bow Wow has Bow Wow has at least five. Bow Wow has some bangers from from yo, yo I nigga, I nigga, stole a Bow Wow album back in the day. Drake is, I'm not. I'm, I'm Here's definitely going to hold you. Oh, I'm, I'm going to hold that against you for the rest of your life. But um, <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Drake oh, is John Cena, right? Where Drake isn't the greatest at anything he's done. Like, he's not mm-hmm. the greatest at it. But this nigga's run is almost unmatched. This nigga's been Agreed. running on top for double digit years, and he's only in his 30s. So, this nigga is John Cena of hip hop, yo. You know what I'm saying? It ain't a whole lot of stuff that's there. And he jacked a lot of stuff. Nah, he's Cena. No, 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 no. Cena? He's Cena. Yeah. Jay-Z is Hogan, if anybody. Nah, 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 nah. Don't be disrespectful. Hogan. Please do not. Jay-Z is definitely good at what he does. Jay-Z is good at what he does. You know what I'm saying? Look, I ain't going to talk nothing about that racist nigga Terry. He is. Listen. Oh, man. I mean, hey, man. I'm just saying, bro. I'm hey, just listen, saying. You yeah, watch the Hogan I'm, match without buildup? I ain't watching nothing Hogan related. 
especially if Jimi Hendrix isn't starting off. Uh, but I, I will just say, I think you, Drake can put five songs. Bow no, no, can give you five. It's 20 for 20, man. It's 20 oh, yeah, for 20. Yeah, yeah Bow I don't got 20. If you, can't, if you can't go into the deep water, this nigga Drake will give you four or five hits, number one, a year. And he's done it consistently for like 10 years. Drake, you need a... <laughs> if, if Drake is John Cena... Where's the love? If you need, if you need, if Drake is John Cena, then you need a nexus to take Drake down in a in a battle, basically. Because I don't know anyone else who's got twenty for twenty outside of Jay. Nobody got twenty for twenty. This nobody, especially man. since Drake, since Drake dropped, nobody got twenty for twenty. Nobody, nobody. I take that back. If Snoop. we, nah, nah, hell no. Snoop. If we, if we open up the the you know. The requirements. If we open up the the catalog, I don't think there's a soul on this planet that can touch mixtape Wayne. And I'm biased. it depends on who wrote it though. I'm not taking a motherfucking soul over mixtape Wayne, and that's because that's what I grew up on. I grew up on that's two fair. things. I grew up on two things. Go go music and mixtape Wayne. I when definitely niggas, when niggas first got when niggas first got the internet on their phones, when niggas first started, you know, getting next tails and shit where you could put ringtones on your phone, all you heard was two things in PG County. You either heard go go music or you heard mixtape Wayne. Mixtape Wayne was a different motherfucking vibe because he took niggas' songs and made them his. Shout out to Gilly, I don't, man. I don't think there's a soul who's touching mixtape Wayne. And if we include mixtapes, nobody's touching Wayne. Nobody. Uh, I, think 50, I think you're. 50, I think 50 that's what I was just about to say. Fifty. So here's yes. Okay. No, here's what it is. Here's what it is. Because I, I, mind you, I've been listening to actually been listening to Fifty today. I was in my New York bag today. I did the Funk Flex twenty minutes with Otis, and that was lifting. And and all I needed to hear was if you got to if you go into a corner store right now, put your hand in the cashier and tell them it's yours. Like that's what I needed to hear from Flex. So shout out to Flex. The Flex bombs. But I do think. 50 doesn't get praise for his mixtape, but I think what he, what I do notice is that him and G-Unit did more of like covers than really remixes. Like 50 took I Love Your Girl from Dream and turned it into I Fucked Your Bitch. And I think it's a way better song. So like for me, the G-Unit 50 mixtapes are way more enjoyable. But if you're going for like just The future might be one of the... 50 Cent of the Future go. might be the greatest mixtape of all time. I also It's not my think, favorite. I also do think no one wants to go 20 for 20 with 50. Because it, unless unless you're saying 50 can't do mixtape, which then I think it's fair game. But if 50 can just give you... Because 50's a showman, so he's going to give you his 20. Uh, but I do think, just like you, like people don't talk about 50, mixtape 50 enough. But I think it's because like... His songs seem more covered than like putting actual bars. Like, sincerely, you're a Southside. I listened to that today. 
that's a banger for me. And he's just taking old school shit. I'm a rap over it for like 20, 20, 20 seconds, 45 seconds, and you're just gonna hear the rest of the jam. Versus yeah. Wayne mixtape ain't gonna do that. So you might see that. I'm not a huge now. I'm the Wayne Wayne has never been my cup of tea. I remember Wayne as the kid who was getting his raps written for him, and then he was the adult that got raps written for him. Um <laughs> <laughs> but like Wayne is it has some amazing music, right? Um, but the mixtape Wayne period was about those projects and not just specific songs. So mixtape Wayne was more of uh you want to hit a whole mixtape and not just the uh not just joints. If you're going joints, if you're going songs that and that is what this process is you know what i'm saying shout out to nelly apparently is having super technical difficulties um but weren't they weren't i heard they were actually doing like test audio earlier today and people were praising they it, so probably they always do it but it just you can't the volume um they're like i'm assuming they had to be at like 300k or 350 because now um it's just looted by itself and they're at 273 but um i think that volume always messes with uh the volume always messes with with the tech and and i i don't think i think a lot of people are catching heck for it but i think uh, a large majority of this is because the tech doesn't just it just doesn't work like i don't think ig has it down to deal with this volume yet you know what I'm saying? I, I think that's the problem. There, there are much better platforms than IG. I think IG just has the viewership, so no one's yeah. got to like my. I I got a lot of friends that DJ, uh, mm-hmm. and IG this week for whatever reason has been like cutting people off and then being like, you can't go online for like an hour or so. So a lot of my friends have been resulting to Twitch, but then the problem is you got to get everyone to sign up for Twitch. Yeah, nobody's going to Twitch. No one you know what I, 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 I just put in the chat room. You can do that's too much of goddamn work, man. It's too Not much. DJ academics who think that mine. Um, yeah, no, nah, <laughs> Twitch is a um, is an interesting you even platform. Do yeah, but nobody goes on Twitter live. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? There you go. You can't except for uh, Questlove does it if you follow Questlove. Yeah. Questlove DJs for like six hours Quest, every night. Yeah, but he also does like every single platform. So he's on like he's on mm-hmm. IG Live and he's on, on 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 Facebook Live and he's on YouTube Live and he's still on Periscope, which I don't know how he does that because I thought it was dead. Um, it's 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 too much. He's 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 on a lot though. He's definitely on a lot. My, I've never been the biggest fan of Wayne. I've respected Wayne. I just I kind of like. Like me and me and coach are the same age. Uh, but when I was in high school, everyone was just like, Oh, Wayne's the greatest. And I'm like, Yeah, I ain't ever heard Jay-Z. Like, yeah. What? And that was the thing. It was always Wayne's better than him. And I'm just like, Don't, don't do this. That was always the, the most ridiculous. Nah, them thing niggas was time. on drugs. I ain't gonna lie to you. Them niggas was on drugs. I, I, remember, I was what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? The the we taking over. I am a beast, feed me rappers, a feed me. I remember people losing their shit to that. And I was just like, so he's better than Hov? Oh, them, them, them niggas is tripping. Them niggas there's, is tripping. And there's people today who will tell you that he's better than Hov. And, and teach his own, sure. But I will, say, I will say that one thing that I've noticed about all of this shit is that people will, they'll take stock into 
what a rapper says rather than how a rapper delivers it. Hov so like, has when always say he's the best rapper alive. Right. Like Hov has always been like chill with how he delivers his bars and how he delivers his lines. And it's always great. Wayne outside of his mixtape run and his like mid album run is just like, mm, yeah, bro, but what are you doing? What are you talking about? Like, what are you actually saying here? And when people actually get into those bars, like the the what was the the one of the most famous ones? The uh the G's moving silence like lasagna line. <laughs> I think God rests his soul, but I think Lollipop's one of the stupidest songs ever. <laughs> <laughs> G's moving silence like lasagna. Bro, what? Niggas wasn't thinking about that. And also, like, for me, I got mixtapes that I just hold in higher regard regard than Wayne. Mm -hmm. So, like, he, it's whatever. Wayne is Wayne. Oh, my favorite mixtape of all time is the Cannabis vs. DMX mixtape, which, you know what I mean, was what it, it was. Before the 50 era, so it was what mixtapes used to be, which was just niggas and bars. Like, it was just niggas and bars. You weren't thinking about songs uh, or format. It was like, man, that rap is crazy. That rap is crazy. You're only listening for raps. And that's why I say that 50 birth mixtape, Wayne, is because 50 made it about the whole song. Mm -hmm. Sincerely, your South Side could be a barbecue playlist basically because you can you're gonna get his 45 seconds of rap but then you're gonna get the old school hits and you can play that yeah. people had a time in their life little wayne who's the wrestling version of little wayne oh that's a good question my boy that's a good question uh i, I have an idea in my head but i, I would say i would say personally randy orton Nah, it might be punk. It might be punk. Oh, a punk. Is I was a gonna say, one. I was gonna say Bret Hart. No, 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 no. You would never say anything. You would never say anything on this podcast that gives Bret Hart shine, Hart. adulation. Bret Hart is a fucking clown. Oh, this is a fuck Bret Hart podcast. No, yes, Bret Hart sir. is just, um, shout out. Hey, yo, I hope it's that guy Greg hears this. Um, he didn't come to your house. Um, oh, we, no. I, I, we will make sure he hears this. I will add, I will add him. I will send this to him every day in the fucking chat to make sure he hears this. So I, I feel like, um, I feel like Bret Hart is, is black thought. Um, and I think, okay, because technically inside of bars, this nigga is. Dang, they're unmatched, right? Correct. The problem is, the problem is, is when it comes to the total, total package, and I love Black Thought, and I'm a rapidly rap backpack nigga, right? But Thought has issue with, uh, with just, um, if it ain't in like a roots format, um, you know, it's not the song that has a, a bunch of reach, right? He is dripping with technical ability. And he is, he might be the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. 
However, if he doesn't have a quest love or an amazing dance partner, it is not going to translate. Yeah, I agree. Damn. Because I was going to say, if that case, I guess he should be the Undertaker then. Yo, ah. my nigga, are you okay? You yeah, don't do sure. this every week? I just want you to know that tomorrow. Who, is, so who would you say is Taker? Oh, look, man! Don't even get him started, man. He just talking to the side of his fucking. Who's the, he t- who's to... the taker of rap? The taker of hip hop is, is dope. I, that's that's can all almost be a whole another podcast. Yeah, um, that's a whole. The undertaker that's a... of hip hop might be LL. Nah, nah, I ain't even gonna say LL. Nah, that's Big I mean, Ellie, man. <laughs> yo, honestly, you might be on the No, it is LL. The taker of rap it has is, to be uh, longevity, and it it might high key be. All right, so this is all right. Here's Wait, my hold on. Take LL or Will Smith? No, 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 no. He because Will Smith is is Will Smith is still popular because of other reasons, right? He ventured out, and he's one of the great actors of our era. He did other stuff. Will might LL, be the one. LL, right? Niggas loved him. For you know, what I mean, being LL first, he came on the scene and niggas rock like, okay, this nigga is rapping and he is he's doing what he does, right? But when he got into his bag, it was because of who he was perceived to be. He had this lady love cool J image, so his persona more took over. He had joints, but his persona mm-hmm. more so took over. And then in the back end of LL's career. He put out a lot of garbage because he was too old to be doing what he was doing. So LL Cool J is Mark, <laughs> mean Mark. He is the mean Mark of hip hop. Oh my God, man. What's wrong with y'all, bro? Listen, all, all I can't say nothing that... bad about Mark. Yeah, no, you, Mark? Can't, you can't. You can't. You can't I can't say nothing bad about Mega Mark. No, sir. No, sir. I learned that last week. I will tell mm-hmm. you, though. Maybe you don't want to accept it, but tomorrow you're in for a rather awakening because episode two from all it looks like is Taker apologizing to Roman. Like, my bad, dog. I mean, do you expect him not to apologize? I, I get where well, he's coming from well, because well, me. What we've been trying to tell you, the only problem with your man's is that your man's be sticking around too long. Episode one, he was supposed to retire he, twice, bro. No, no. Okay, all right, all right. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this on record. After the Roman match, he should have retired, right? But me personally, I understand where he's coming from because if you yeah, want up that to Saudi do bag, and he took nah, it's not, nah, it's not even about the Saudi bag. If you want to be great at something and you want to do something good, you never want to go out with some bullshit, right? And the fact that if that would have been his last match, that's all people would have people would have, you know, used that no. as oh, he's his not that great. Been too good. His no, 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 no. Good to say I get his, his career's been too um uh, uh 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 full of history and rich with history to be like, oh, I'll always remember Taker's that last match. No, 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 no. Taker has too much of a legacy for that. The problem is, is he retired when he was supposed to. And he was done. He was done. And then in between that, they they called with that Saudi bag. And when they called with that Saudi bag, he was like, well, 
that match wasn't good anyway. I j- that won't be my last match because this Saudi bag is official. You know what I'm saying? I can keep I can keep my hair black as long as I want with this money they're giving me right now. I don't even think it's a Saudi bag. I think he got too much pride because, like, the thing I noticed is that he he keeps waiting on Vince to tell him to wrap it up. And you know Vince ain't gonna. Do I that. mean, he just signed a fucking fourteen year deal. You know he not wrestling. That's. Not yeah, that's all that all that does is link him he, in. He won't wrestle anywhere else. It's all that all right, that mm-hmm. he got the LeBron Nike deal. That's what he got. Basically. Come on. Yeah, I don't I I give him I, two, three more years. Oh, I got another. I guess this this is a since it's about Taker. Um, you know what's fuck Dave Meltzer on this podcast, as always. But yes, sir. Be uh bleacher report and wrestling, like they post a lot. I, I think I hate it in general of people just putting out stories and then like per Dave Meltzer. But like, can we not act like Bleacher Report is not owned by Turner, which is AEW? So whatever they put out, there is a certain propaganda to it. And I need us to keep that same energy with Bleacher Report wrestling. And that's my that's my take on that. Huh. That's hilarious. I feel like people forget that like TNT literally created bleacher report so hmm. whatever they post wrestling wise the energy isn't always going to be there because you know what really pays them is the motherfuckers that's operating dynamite like there's a reason why bleacher like aw's pay-per-views can go on bleacher report live and you can buy it there's because like they got to deal with them oh yeah your boy taker just all we're trying to tell you as he stuck around too long, it's cool now, right? Like, for 30, he should have retired, but he didn't. He should have retired after 34. He didn't, and he came back. The, How should he go out, though? Now. I don't know. I have no idea. I so, think that I think that he goes out with one more AJ Styles match. No. No. Nah. I don't think it should be AJ. I don't think it should be AJ. I don't. I think it should be another, another cinematic match. However, mm-hmm. this one needs to the, – the only difference is – Whatever cinematic match that they put on, um, and I'm okay with it. And people frown their nose up when I say it because this not this guy's not a great worker either, and he's wrestled way beyond his prime. But Sting, um, I can see them doing the cinematic thing with Sting. Whatever they do with Sting, um, spills out into the actual ring um, at the end, and he takes his pin in front of the crowd. But it needs to be cinematic, whatever we see from Taker for here on out, because the cinematic stuff works, because he doesn't need to beat himself up for Man, it. Man, fuck all that. You know, since you since you bring that up, since you bring up cinematic style, I think that if we're going to do it that way, it needs to be Bray Wyatt. Uh, or or, or, uh, or Alistair Black. Or Alistair Black as well. I'm cool with I that. Think, I think with Taker, because the one thing I am appreciative about with Taker is that he, no one can say he doesn't care, right? Like, you noticed it in the documentary. He looked at Roman. He was like, you couldn't hold kayfabe for 10 fucking minutes? Like, and I know he just did an article. He did a story with uh, the LA Times, and he was like, the one of the biggest things he's had to struggle with is like, kayfabe is essentially dead, and you can't fix that. And he's had to, like, accept that because he's very much about, like, protect the business. Mm-hmm. But take away Kurt Angle? Right, because I think Kurt Angle was really way more like full time than the rest of them. But like Flair, 
Sean, Austin, uh, Rock, you don't really count, but you can kind of bring him into it as like their final matches for those guys, especially those guys that like have carried the company, they're never young guys. Uh, right. So at, at best, it's probably, honestly, they probably go back to Roman or it's something of Cena or maybe someone comes back that wraps it up. It might, it might be another Brock thing where like Brock is the one that retires. And I, I could see it being Roman, honestly, because him and Roman never kind of ran that back. And that could be a storyline. I do think maybe after, after watching this, that we want cinematic, but Taker has to get that. He has to redo the mania 34 moment of like in the crowd, mm-hmm. put it all there and then actually stay the fuck away. Or if he's if he's not gonna do that, then the next night at the the raw after mania, that's a wrap. He has to leave it on that terms. That's fine. I see the vision. As long as that nigga go away though. I see the vision. I can't even be mad at that. I can't that's even right. be mad at that. Damn right you can't be mad at that. <laughs> you can't be mad at the fucking truth. Okay. Do y'all got anything else? And this is a quick this is a quick segue. But it's Saturday. I oh, need to go you, make me some are, dinner. And you, oh, are feeling, you are feeling the effects of yeah. that. Um, I see that. I am, but I'm also. Yeah, I need to. I need to you, eat. You started because you started talking in cursive just now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Words, wow, man. that's crazy. <laughs> man, man's you not man's got the teramana and you can't handle it. This is the people's tequila. No, I'm actually just. I'm, I'm actually very hungry. Um, there's a lot going on right now. My son needs to eat. Other kids need to eat. Niggas, you know, niggas, niggas gotta eat. Fuck it. Nah, I get it. Uh, this, is, this is actually very good. I'm very pleased with this. This is. I guess my last thing would be I don't know what's taking them. I mean, it's probably Corona related, but. Mm-hmm. Man, they gotta get undisputed era called up. It's time. That like every time Can't I think- do it. Can't do it until the fans get back. I know, I know, and I, that's why I hate it. I know, I know. But every time I'm like, "Yo, who's gonna take these belts?" I'm just like, "That man is sitting in NXT, just waiting on the call." You can't and I, do it until the until the fans get back. It, it doesn't make no sense. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it cuss words and and a curse to say that I'm I'm cool on the undisputed air? Yo, okay, so um um. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad you have joined us for this week. Um, this has been a wonderful episode. I've had so much fun. That might be so racist. much fun. So that why are you cool on us be there? They are the um they are the uh the indie darlings that um, I have just yet to buy into, I guess they cool, but I'm cool. Like I'm not as, I'm, I'm not over you know, the moon like niggas is, is over for these niggas. Like I'm know, just, I respect that. I think what, and I think for me, I'm kind of the opposite because I'm not really an indie person. 
So I didn't see them on the Indies. I can say I have I had no idea who Kyle O'Reilly or Bobby Fish were or Roger Strong or before Roger they got hit. I had no idea, like until right before they pulled up. Uh, even with Adam Cole, I didn't know about Adam Cole until wrestling Twitter and just some of the people I follow. And it was literally the build up to him when he got kicked out of Bullet Club, and it was just like, oh, he's coming to the WWE. So I was like, all right, let me see what's up. And then we went to Takeover, and so I was there when he pulled up, and I was just like, okay, see what he's about. So like me being UE. That's just because, like, I'm watching what I see on TV, and I'm like, yeah, this shit's cool. I'm a, I'm a big stables person, too. Also, also, for your feeling, right, excuse me, you were there when the nigga went up on the Summer Jam screen. So, like, when he makes his debut and the marks are marking, you can't separate yourself. I can see you being tied into that. That's cool. I don't have Fine. any right attachment. I don't have any attachment to Adam Cole. Um, I am... um. I'm almost team anybody else on them niggas, but I don't hate them. No, nah, I hate them. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I hate them niggas. It's because welcome it, it, to it, the it, undisputed it, hater podcast. It's just nothing but hate energy here. Okay, I own it. Nothing. I own it. <laughs> you can, you can own it. I respect it. I will I say for, it. I think lately they have felt kind of stale, but I think that's just because of everything that's happened. Stale, but that's okay. Whole nother, that's, that's a whole nother conversation. A whole nother topic. But yes, the whole NXT, and and I think if those are your guys that you're going to the well with, and they are what is spearheading your show, and your show got stale pretty quick when you had two or three people leave, you might say something about them niggas, man. I think Mister, I, I think they the who they think Adam Cole is is actually named Johnny Gargano. See, I'm kind of like over Johnny. I'm kind of over Johnny. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. But I think Johnny is Johnny and Cole are two dudes that got to go. Nope. Nope. They they can't go anywhere. So this has traditionally been a fuck Johnny Gargano podcast. I have always hated on Johnny Gargano. But one thing I will say is that since all this shit has happened and they have changed they have changed his character, they've changed his wife's character, and now I'm like, holy shit, I'm actually interested in what the fuck you got going on. They're definitely the most interesting thing on the show. 100%. 100%. What do y'all think of uh, this new dude? Karrion Cross? That intro? Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about my son Dexter Loomis. We Dexter Loomis no. hive over this yeah, bitch. Nah, we Loomis. We we Loomis hive over this bitch. I'm gonna tell you that right now, dog. My son Loomis out here. He looked like Hollywood blonde Steve Austin to me. No, yo, that. First of all, I I am a person who values wrestling themes very high. And I know that's subjective, but for exactly. some reason the Loomis theme and it just fits his character. And it's just like, damn, what is this motherfucker finna do this week? And I know that he's like uh trancy, spaced out, I'ma do what the fuck is in the best interest for me guy, but it's kind of fucking fire. And they're gonna put that leather vest on eventually. It's gonna happen. All right, something, man. Something ain't right. I will say <laughs> 
since you brought this up, since you brought this up, it kind of brings into two things. One, I don't know about y'all, and I'm gonna give it time. I swear, this new <laughs> Seth Rollins theme song ain't it. This ain't it. Whatever they gave I've Seth heard, Rollins, I've heard the opposite. I heard niggas love it. Oh nah, it sounds like yo, bro. It barely could have walked out. I would have thought it was the same thing. Would have thought it was the same music. Wheels, um, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. But speaking on Seth, we can't. We can't end this podcast without condolences to Rey Mysterio um, for what happened to him this week. I don't know what Ray did. If he, I don't know if he fucked somebody's wife or he did something. But like to I get thrown, I think he's done. To get thrown off a roof, and then he's not resigning though. I think he's done. I think that's what it is. He's done. Oh shit. Yeah, he's wrapping up. I think so he's put, about to be finished. Finished. So they put your, but so they put your eyes on the steps. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you that was he, negative. After he, he 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 got killed the night before though. Word. <laughs> I, I I have heard that like his apparently the plan is like he's out, but I do think he's staying there because Dominic because Dominic is i think going to be like in the wwe system i don't think dominic's gonna and be like gonna nah, he, he, he is in there with some he'll come in there with some supreme tights and get washed up you know what i'm saying yo supreme tights is crazy. my son dominic got a frog splash on brock lesnar he he gonna get stardom someday they let him get that off he gonna he gonna get some shit off i'm i'm not even gonna lie brock to you. I think ugly he... gonna make it before uh yo She's ugly. Brock, Brock's daughter versus like Rock. Brock's daughter. She looks exactly like Rock. WrestleMania. I see 45. man's face. I see the man's face right there. Nah, it's dead as like you. You're you're. It's one of those things where you're like, Woo! damn, your mom is Sable and you don't look like Sable. Mm-mm, you look like you look dad. Like Yo, Sable. okay, so y'all wilding right now, and I'm I'm just nope, 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 nope. We not even nope, 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 nope. Ill fam, ill fam, tell the people, plug your plug your podcast, plug yourself, plug whatever the fuck whoa, you want to plug right whoa, now. Whoa, whoa, dear lord, not, I am definitely not gonna plug myself. <laughs> However, it is this is, this fam, is not seven nine on your social media choice, man. But more importantly, um every single week at Where's Buffy at Black Rasmus Podcast. Shout out to Diz LK Broccoli Balboa. Cal, Math, Damon, man, everybody, man. At Where's Buffy, BlackRasslin.com, Where's Buffy.com. We out here. We working, man. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Doug, do you have anything for the people? Nothing to plug in, that's for sure. Um, but also the same social media as Douglas Christ. I, sh- I feel like I should change my, my Twitter name, but I'm probably not. Um, if you support wrestling Twitter after dark, don't follow me. Um, if you support AEW, you can follow me. If you support Cody Rhodes, definitely don't follow me. If you support Matt Hardy, don't follow me. Uh, damn, we just missed. Did Luda just play Holiday Inn? I kind of like that song. But whatever. I just don't play any of the Luda songs I like, so I don't care. I just oh, hope God. that uh, tomorrow is good. We got the last stance and the, and the last ride tomorrow. That's uh, true. So that's on that. Yeah, last. Wash y'all fucking hands and put your mask on and stay safe. You absolutely know the vibes. Uh Elfam, um, when I move back up, um, I'll be, you know, just send me the address, I'll pull up on you. 
and we can, you know, record a podcast of this. We can record, motherfucker, record a podcast or whatever the fuck you want. And I pull up. The prodigal son is moving back home. I'm kind of sad, but, you know. But at least you get some mambo sauce, my nigga. Yes, sir. You know the fucking vibes. Um, I hope the listeners have enjoyed um, what we've been talking about. We've been all over the place. We went. You welcome, from... niggas. <laughs> <laughs> They've enjoyed it. Nah, it's been good. We we've been all over the place, but uh, this is the Undisputed Hater Podcast. This is what we do, and uh, until next week, we are out. This bitch. Hi, Kayla. Wait. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna end it, but I you know what? It's only fair That's for my, me. That to... was my way of ending it. I was you could have literally said nothing. Nope. Nope. No, no, I didn't I didn't want to do that. I just want you all to know this podcast is unofficially sponsored by Kayla Braxton. Okay, Doug is in love with her. And Kayla Braxton, if you ever, ever in your life hear this please just give my dog a chance to take you out on a date he'll treat you to something nice he'll treat you the right way that you're supposed to be treated and please just do what you're supposed to do just be yourself kayla all i'm gonna say is at the very worst the only way it can end is if you live on an island by yourself. Yo, okay, all right. So that's how we're ending this. Yeah. So to my listeners, to our listeners, we out. Um, yeah, we're gonna get out of here right quick, fast, in a hurry. Um, see you guys next week. Be safe, be positive. Um, if you need anything, please hit us up on um Undisputed Hater on Twitter. I haven't created well, no, I say that back. I have created an Instagram page, but I haven't posted anything. So please hit us up there. Um, if you need anything, let us know. And yeah, we out this bitch.